Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Hey, thank you, and welcome back on board On the Mark. We have an open phone scheduled for later in the day, but before we get started this morning on that, we want to remind you that we're brought to you, as always, by the Sunbury Motor Company, selling more cars, satisfying more customers since 1915. We're going to talk a little bit about Secretary Lloyd Austin and what's going on with him this morning. We're delighted to have with us Linda Kenyon. She is an anchor and reporter for CBS Radio. She is the 2020. 20 winner of the Radio Television Correspondents Association Career Achievement Award for Distinguished Reporting on Congress. She's covered Congress, the White House, and anchored the news for several radio networks before coming to CBS, including Unistar Radio Networks, AP Radio, and prior to her work in Washington, Linda worked for several radio stations in New England and Ohio. Linda, we're delighted to have you here with us this morning. I think if Jimmy Breslin were alive today, he might be able to write a sequel to The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight over Lloyd Austin and his hospitalization. What is the feeling going on in Washington about this currently? Well, the situation is kind of confusion because Secretary Austin has been hospitalized for several days, and while there was no official prescription, if you will, for uh, how to deal with, uh, you know, when the top Secretary of Defense is out, uh, there is an, an informal chain of command, and that is a big problem for Secretary Austin because he apparently did not notify people that he was out, even his top aides. And so the problem becomes who was in charge? And when you have a situation where the national security is at risk and the United States is in one way or another uh, watching or uh, aiding two wars that are going on around the world, not to have a defense secretary is a really big deal. So there's a lot of members of Congress who are saying Secretary Austin has to resign. There are others who are saying there just needs to be a very well-described chain of command. But nonetheless, these are problem times for Secretary Austin. Well, he needed a waiver to become the Secretary of Defense, and Congress at the time, when he when he asked for it, uh, said he said he'd accept meaningful oversight from Congress and pledged to be transparent with them. Um, those promises apparently fell by the wayside here because the Joint Chiefs didn't find out until January 2nd, and 48 hours later, the White House found out, and that at the same time, 48 hours later, his assistant found out. How, how is that possible? I mean, do you think he... Um, Somebody had to know he was taken to the hospital. Didn't they have an obligation to report? Yeah, you would seem to think that he would have an obligation to report. He was, in fact, you know, people did have to know about this. He was taken to the hospital via ambulance. So it wasn't like he you know, quietly slipped into the hospital so no one would call. So the question becomes, why wasn't it officially announced? And um, President Biden was asked about the situation. He did speak to Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin said that the uh, he's the one who dropped the ball, and he apologizes, and he takes full responsibility. 
And when President Biden has been pressed as to whether Secretary Austin needs to resign, he said, I look forward to Secretary Austin coming back to work. So uh, I'm not sure that, um, or as uh, some members of Congress were saying earlier this week, heads will roll. I'm not sure that heads will actually roll. But it does create a moment of introspection where uh, they're going to have to come up with some kind of a plan so something like this doesn't happen again, especially when there are wars going around the world and uh, we have American troops on the ground in various uh, situations, including in Iraq. Well, considering on the 4th, you're right, uh, they, they had an airstrike on militants in Baghdad. You know, how could that happen without the Secretary of State being involved? In fact, the fact that no one in the White House appears to have noticed that he was absent. Yeah, well, apparently he was still conducting business from the bedside. He is in intensive care, not necessarily because the situation is that grave, but because they had some security concerns and they had to uh, wait for a bed. Those who've been hospitalized know what that's like. Uh, they had to wait for a bed that uh, could accommodate the uh, defense secretary. They couldn't exactly put him in a double room. So uh, <laughs> this, was a, this was a situation that kept him in intensive care longer than originally anticipated. And, uh, you know, a lot of that was for security reasons. Initially, it was for health reasons. Uh, he says uh, he, he's on the mend. He's doing better. We still don't know what the medical problem was. And, you know, then this gets all entangled in the whole HIPAA situation as well, you know, uh, medical uh, privacy. And does that apply to figures such as cabinet secretaries? There's going to be a lot of questions that are going to have to be sorted through following well, this incident. That was my next question about whether or not he has the right to expect any kind of privacy with respect to his condition. I remember the Pentagon announced immediately when Defense Secretary Rumsfeld had undergone rotator cuff surgery in 2006 and Robert Gates broke his arm after a fall in 2008 and both of those were fairly released, released fairly, fairly quickly. So here he's claiming patient confidentiality, at least that's what the first Pentagon spokesman said when they asked about not not disclosing his hospitalization. So, you know, you've been around Congress a long time. What's the feeling? Do they? Is there anything, any law in the books that requires notification or uh, making this stuff public? Yeah, that's what they're trying to sort through right now, because uh, if there isn't a law that requires it, members of Congress are saying there should be. And by the way, Democrats and Republicans alike. However, we have Republicans in particular who are saying that the defense secretary has to go. So... Um, as with everything in Washington, every day is election day, and politics is the main industry. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> well, you know, Austin has been, what, the Secretary of State since the start of the Biden administration. How How is he doing? Is there any consensus on whether or not he's doing a credible job? I mean, if they're clamoring for his head, uh, it ought to be based on his performance, not just this one incident, I don't think. Right, and that's what his defenders are saying. And uh, there have been no complaints that I am aware of about how he is performing his duties as the Secretary of Defense. And uh, he is a man who is a retired general. He was on the uh, Joint Chiefs, and uh, he has an impeccable military record. So um, to call for his resignation based on this one incident, well, it's probably going to happen. But, uh, and in some uh, corners it has already happened, but whether it will stick... Well, you and I can all watch that in real time together. 
Well, as you said, the president has said he has full confidence in Lloyd Austin and is looking forward to having him return. But privately, don't you suspect that the president would be a little upset about this because it certainly makes him look disconnected from what's going on? I mean, we're conducting airstrikes and the president hasn't even talked to the secretary of defense. Yeah, I'm sure that this is not a very happy moment for President Biden. And I imagine that he has had a real heart-to-heart with Secretary Austin. But publicly, he says, I look forward to him coming back to work and uh, that he has full confidence in Secretary Austin. Whether he does, well, that remains to be seen. If the President of the United States says he has no confidence in Secretary Austin, he's gone. There will be no discussion. Well, that's probably not likely to happen, because one thing about Joe Biden, he seems to be loyal to the people he appoints, as opposed to Donald Trump, who's more than willing to call them names at some point. In this case, Austin, as I I agree with you, I don't think he's done a terrible job as the Secretary of Defense, but it is concerning that he made the commitment to be transparent, and just as the Biden administration promised they would be the most transparent administration in history, this just doesn't look very good. Yeah, it doesn't really um, smack of transparency. And that's a big problem for the president. And that's a big problem for Secretary Austin. So he's going to have to find a way to sort this out in a very big and public way. Or uh, he's going to continue to hear calls from members of Congress, uh, especially some of the Republicans have already called for his resignation. Well, there's, there's two things here. There was the original elective procedure, which sent him to the hospital apparently overnight. He was discharged, then several days later he had intense pain and he was admitted by ambulance. Typically, you don't get an ambulance unless there's something pretty seriously wrong. Uh, is there any speculation about exactly what is going on with his health? I realize it wouldn't be anything definitive, but are they talking about in Washington what it might be? I think this is where HIPAA is coming in in a big way because nobody's saying what happened. Uh, you know, it really does uh, raise a couple of eyebrows because, uh, you know, if this was a really serious situation, uh, you would think that a chain of command would immediately go into operation where his deputy would take over. Uh, his deputy has taken over from time to time at briefings and uh, conference calls, etc. But apparently, even his deputy was not informed about this. And so, uh, you know, this, this has really been a, a big mess for the Secretary of Defense. And also, not to put too fine a point on it, while he's dealing with some health issues, we don't know what it is. And now there's questions about his overall health and if he can remain as Defense Secretary. And this is what happens when there is a transparency. All the questions swirl, all the speculations swirl. And, uh, and nobody really knows the answer. So they come up with their own scenarios. Well, before we let you go, is there anything else we should know about this situation that I didn't ask you about? Not that I can think of. We're going to have a briefing at the White House about uh, 2 o'clock Eastern, and I'm sure this question is going to come up a lot. So we'll probably have more to talk about that tomorrow. Okay. Well, we may call you back. Linda, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate your taking your time this morning. Linda Kenya, CBS News. Thank you very much. Okay. We've got to have open phones coming up directly on On The Mark, 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. But be sure to put OTM at the start of your message. On The Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 19 
1515, 4th Street in Sunbury, and the Kia dealerships on routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at sunburymotors.com. Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, and Kia vehicles and are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, including all sizes of trucks. They have a large truck shop, a parts department, a body shop, an alignment shop, and a repair garage for all types of vehicles. They're a master towing service with decades of experience. You can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com and check out their online specials or build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia to your precise specifications. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m., and Saturday from 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. A new year is upon us. As we reflect on this past year, take a moment to enjoy what has been bestowed upon us and be thankful by looking forward to the new hopes and even brighter year to come. I'm Jeff Capsar, president of Mifflinburg Bank and Trust. Mifflinburg Bank will be here in the new year with the stability and trust you've come to expect. As a local bank, we care about our local communities and will continue to provide the support that helps dreams become a reality. So after all the joy of the holiday season and the making of new memories with family and friends, Mifflinburg Bank will be here to work with you just like we have for over 150 years. Mifflinburg Bank and Trust, the bank you keep for life. Member FDIC, equal housing lending. Looking out for you, we're in this together. Working hard to make life better. Mifflinburg Bank and Trust, the bank you keep for life. Get fast, reliable internet from SCCV starting at $39.99 per month. With speeds up to 2 gigs, you'll enjoy faster, smoother streaming and downloading on all of your devices. Plus, eligible households may also qualify for up to a $30 per month savings on SCCV internet service through the Affordable Connectivity Program. Call 877-955-SCCV or visit sccv.com for more details. That's sccv.com. You love your morning coffee to get your day started. But did you know that brewed coffee has many benefits to good health and coffee is rich in antioxidants? And did you also know that good spring water is 90% of your coffee? At Mountainside Coffee in Northumberland, they offer fresh ground coffees and a large selection of K-cup coffees and teas. Mountainside Coffee Northumberland and at mountainsidecoffee.com. Toka Hawken, clean, clear water. 
Okay, welcome back on board. On the mark, we have two callers on the line. We have an email that we didn't get to yesterday and a possible text or two. We'll take the calls in the order in which they came in, and the first one is from Danville. Good morning, Stan. You're on the mark. And then we have Chris from Milton. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I was listening to, well, I got part of the, your guest there, and one of the first things out of her mouth was about Austin was that he failed to notify the chain of command about his absence. Did I hear that right? You did indeed. Okay. Well, when I was in the Army, that was a big no-no. You, uh, you know, when you're going to do something, you got to notify your chain of command, your next hire above you. And for him, it would have been the President of the United States, and he failed. You know, there there's, was consequences when I was in for that, but I'm assuming that he won't face any consequences. Well, there are people, as, as Linda failure. pointed out, there are people calling for his head, saying he should be fired. Eh, maybe demoted, but head, nah. I, I don't know. Maybe he should become the assistant uh, secretary of defense, and the lady that was supposed to take over, maybe she should become the secretary of defense. I don't know. Demotion, you know. He, he was in the military, I don't know, 20-plus years, I think 30-plus years. He should know better. And, and, and the people around him should know better. But it is what it is, and he, of course, will not face consequences because that's not the way things happen down there in D.C. these days. Well, as Linda pointed out, and I agree with her, and a matter of fact, even the Washington Post said in an editorial yesterday that he had an affirmative obligation to disclose this. And the President of the United States, I mean, they conducted an, an air attack against uh, rebels in Baghdad, or Islamic militants in Baghdad, on the 4th. That was the same day, finally, that they found out about it. You know, so how could they schedule an attack uh, and the President not be aware that his <laughs> Secretary of Defense was commissioned, out of commission? I, mean, I don't understand that. Well, I, I don't either, because the Secretary yeah, Secretary of Defense is supposed to making be making recommendations to the president. Correct? I would think. Yeah, I work. would think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, head should roll, but you, nothing will happen. I can guarantee that. And the Joint Chiefs, Mr. Didn't Biden, has pure confidence in him. The Joint Chiefs didn't find out about it until the second. <laughs> so right, yeah, just the whole the whole thing's something's messed up. Now I don't I don't care why he went out. But he had an obligation and a duty to notify his superiors and subordinates that he would not be in the office. Put it that way. Don't care. doesn't matter why he went out, what his issue is. That's his private business. But him not being there is the country's business. And he should be fired for it, in my opinion. But, well, or I mean, at least demoted. Bear in mind but, how it started. It started with an elective procedure that he scheduled over the holiday weekend, I guess assuming that he'd be in and out uh, in a day, and as most of these surgeries are today, they throw you out of the hospital fairly quickly. Well, I suspect he thought he would have that done before anybody even noticed. But well, then that's on, neither here nor there, Joe. Well, I'm, you know, I can understand him doing that. Uh, and let's well, face oh, it, if you announce that you're out of commission, you know, aren't you aren't you kind of inviting somebody to take advantage of the situation? Well, we do have the whole U.S. military, so if one guy's out of commission, does it really affect? But he has an obligation. His duty and obligation is to notify his superiors. I don't care why he went out. Okay, that's that's irrelevant. Okay, he could have went a month long vacation for all I care, as long as he put somebody in charge to let the people know that he wasn't going to be there. That's all that matters. But he failed to follow protocol and procedures and probably regulations in the military. Although he's not in the military, 
He was long enough, but he is the Secretary of Defense, and he has control over the military under Biden. So he would expect all his people serving under him to do that. So I'm thinking it also falls upon him to set a good example, and he failed. So, But that's that's one reason I call. But the other one is, Joe, what do you know about safe mobility offices? About what? Safe mobility offices. Don't know a thing. Huh. Why is that? Do you know that our government is setting them up in, right now there's three of them, in Colombia, Costa Rica, and Guatemala, to facilitate illegals coming into this country. They go there instead of making the long, hard trek across Mexico to the border and then cry and claim that they need asylum. Okay, so we're going looking for these people that are coming to our border to destroy our country. We're going to look for them. We set offices up in these countries. Okay? It started last year, early 2023. It's in the news. And if, if the old ED wants to call fake news, she needs to look it up because it's on NBC reports, ABC reports, right at the State Department website. All right? So basically they're acting as travel agents for the illegals because they want to avoid them having to go through the cartels to come to America. Okay, They're well, not they, coming here to legal immigration. Okay, well, the, the official definition says the Safe Mobility Initiative facilitates <laughs> expedited refugee processing via the U.S. Refugee Admissions <laughs> Program and provides information and or referrals to humanitarian parole, family unification, and labor pathways through... Um, Mm-hmm. Movi Dodd Segura organization and safe mobility <laughs> offices in Colombia, Costa Rica, and Guatemala. So you're right. They are there. That, and that would be wonderful if it was only for a few people, but they're talking tens of thousands of people they're going to work through these. And then when they get here, they're giving parole. You know what parole means, Joe? Yeah. For I the immigrant, for the illegal? Well, you I'll know let, what that means? I'll let you wrap it up and tell us. Go ahead. Well, it means that they can, with 30 days after they're given parole, they can get work permits and they can take an American you know a job from an American for starters then they are also eligible to get uh, handouts from the government although they're already getting handouts from the government when they come here and get their free medical or housing or their food and whatever money they give them when they throw them on a plane to ship them all around the US but that's irrelevant okay but they're giving this to hundreds of thousands of people when it was designed in the original law to be specific to certain circumstances like uh, a citizen from another country crossing the airspace of America, say on an airplane, traveling to another country, and they get sick and they have to get in the hospital quick. They land, they give those people parole, they get them to the hospital, they treat them, then they're back out of the country. That's not how it's being used. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Okay, Stan, thank you so much for calling. Always appreciate your calls. Chris, you've been patient. You're on the mark. Good morning. (laughs) Yeah, at least Stan's checking his, uh, even mistrust trust his usual sources, so he checks them with NBC now. Good for him. Well, he's right about this. It's on the internet. It's on the on the news services. I checked while he was talking. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't deny it. Okay. Did I? No, I, okay. didn't, hear you, I didn't hear you do that. No, you did not. <laughs> all right. Uh, first of all, on yesterday's show, you, uh, the economy is doing quite well. They upgraded the quarter, last quarter, to a 5.2% growth rate. Inflation's down. Wages are up. 
find things wrong with the numbers. And yet, the American people think the economy is headed in the wrong direction. How do you account for that? Yeah, well, if We're they don't stupid? like that direction, every one of you Republicans, I would say, know that if these numbers happened under Trump, he would be bragging about how great they were, and the world's never seen anything like it before. Well, so is Joe Correct. Biden. He's bragging about it. I, he should be. But nobody believes him. Ah, nobody. It's a long area, Joe. And you always say things like that. Well, the overwhelming you, majority of the American obviously people... obviously false. The overwhelming majority of the American people believe the economy is not good. Overwhelming? What's that mean now? That, that means, we went from everybody to overwhelming. All right, north of 50% of the American people think the economy is headed okay. in the wrong direction. A majority of the American people think what? What's the music going on there? Oh, my cell phone's going oh, okay. off. <laughs> All right. Well, I think the American people believe that inflation has killed us, that the prices are still too high. Yes, inflation has slowed, but it hasn't come back down. There are positive signs in the economy, but a lot of people, when you ask them, are you better off now than you were four years ago, their answer is no. Well, that's because they probably don't remember four years ago. Even Trump changed it to five years ago, so you have a greater chance of being right when he gave a speech. <laughs> so that shows you that even Trump knows that for the four-year one is wrong. But what's more important, I think, is this January 6th stuff that uh, we had the anniversary of when there was no on-the-mark on, because it was a Friday, and how much of a conspiracy there really was. It was not a one-day thing. It was all sorts of things were uh, prepared for it. And uh, what do you mean by, by what do you mean by that, Chris? What What do you mean by that? All things. Oh, all prepared. the all the appointed senators, all the legal planning, all the illegal planning, <laughs> all the all the 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 plan to break into the Capitol, all planned. Before January 6th. See, I don't believe like it. Was, I don't believe it was a plan. I believe it just happened. I think it was wrong. Too many people well, got hurt. Well, then you should listen to what the Proud Boys say. They they planned it. They so planned to break in. You they believe them? They you you, break in. you trust the Proud Boys? You believe they're they're always speaking the truth, huh? I think it came out in court what they said. They have tape recordings of some of it. They have what they said at the day of the march. They have the actions they've taken that they took to organize it. You could see they were organized when you were watching it. And just for you sensitive Republicans, you know the idea that the guards let them in and that proves that it wasn't violent and everything? That's yeah. all nonsense. I saw that the day the of the it was happening. In some places, after a certain time, the and when people had already broken in that they couldn't get out, but the situation had calmed down a little bit. That was about two thirty. Some guards were letting people in, and most of them were behaving. I saw that the day 
of it. I mean, it wasn't hidden. That doesn't sound like an, that doesn't that sound that like happened. A, that doesn't sound like an and insurrection. That was at one side of the Chris, of the of, of the Capitol building. That doesn't sound like an insurrection, does it? That happened at two thirty, Joe. What happened from ten o'clock to two thirty? Well, I don't know. Insurrections usually go on more than an hour and a half, don't you think? And if Not it was an insurrection, one building. if it was an insurrection, what was their goal? What did they achieve? How did they further their cause? What they did was they wanted they wanted to stop January sixth being the vote taking place. They didn't do it, and. No, they didn't do it, but they they came very close. In fact, the votes almost got left left in the office, got left in the Senate room. So, and the crowd would have got it. Only some some aide said, "Oh, get the votes. We haven't got that." If they'd gotten in, they could have destroyed the votes. But they didn't. So this, <laughs> this well-planned it's, insurrection. It's not, success is not a uh, uh, success. Is it not a necessary ingredient of an insurrection, Joe? Well, then why did it fail? It certainly didn't fail because people rose up and stopped it. Actually, I'm not sure. You know, the Constitution says it shall happen on the 6th that this happens. If it's delayed a day, was Trump going to make a legal argument that it didn't happen on the 6th, so it can't be replaced? But it happened on the 6th. I'm just saying, if this yeah, was but, an insurrection... Joe, can I repeat? Can I repeat? Just Can you just stop ignoring what I say? I'm not ignoring unless you. Unless you want to contradict it directly instead of saying repeating the same thing again? Well, you want to repeat the same thing again, Success, so go ahead. Well, you apparently you did not understand. I understood. Success is not a necessary ingredient for an insurrection. It's no, an attempt. But having a plan... It's an attempt. Having a plan okay. certainly is. Having a plan certainly is. Now, you say this was planned plan. out. No, oh, no, it wasn't planned out. It was out. planned out. Nah. They had a thing to try to stop oh. it happening on that day. Well, they, had, Chris. they had fake electors ready to take places. Chris, I'm sorry. We, we've got it another call. we got another call. We'll give you the last word. Ten seconds. Wrap it up, sir. Call me any name you want. <laughs> well, it's this stuff... Well, this, it's kind of useless talking about this stuff about the defense secretary because you don't know anything. So you can <laughs> speculate all you want and make up, oh, the head should roll. As they said, nobody could find what the any official thing that there is a step they should take. No, but he Actually, promised to be. That, he your, your promised, reporter said that. He promised. Your reporter said that. He promised to be transparent, and he wasn't. Chris, I'm sorry, we got to go. We have another call on the line. Bill from Bloomsburg, you're on the mark this morning. Good morning, hey, sir. Good morning. Uh, just to let you know, Chris, you are part of the sheep. Okay. Now, the guy that was in the hospital, right? He's number six on the presidential uh, the come down as far as uh, being in charge. Right, he has, he has uh, not presidential, but he has uh, assigned protection. Right, when you when when you have people like in government that are, are running this country, and they're on the the, the list of say the top ten, you know where these people are one hundred percent of the time for any uh, emergency. Right, now he has protect everybody has to report, so that they're not reporting the fight. That means like they don't. The guy is like oatmeal brain, you know, or that. The, so.
so you understand the importance of of his position and 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 it was an electric procedure going bad or whatever this the man is in the line of taking over this country they right. have to know where this man is well not taking over the country it's becoming not like president he's just going to show up to work one day yeah i agree all right and and the sheep the sheep the, the, the Democrats are tanking this country, right? And, and I want Chris tomorrow to come on and explain why open we have open borders. I'm going to tell you why we have open borders. But I want to hear Chris's defense, right? All right. In his, defense, Chris is, in his defense, Chris has said that the administration has not done a good job on the border. All right. Well, here's the reason why, right? Because you have Newsom and you have... Uh, which is like $55, uh, the electoral votes, right? This is all it comes down to, right? The American people aren't dumb. They see what way this country can go and how we could be a great country, right? Mm -hmm. People are leaving these these uh, these states run by the Democratic, the coup or whatever, they, the government control they want, right? They're losing the electric, electoral power, right? They're going to lose. And they're going to lose forever because it affects everything. So what happens is these these uh, people are getting fed up with these states that are moving into these uh, red states, right? Even the, some of the blue are moving into the red states, right? So uh, I think her name's Evelyn or Everett Clark, a, po a congress a politician came out, and now they're coming out. The Democratic politicians are saying, "Listen, I'm going to lose my district. I need." I need voters. Well, guess what? They're pumping these illegal people, jumping the border, giving them free insurance, free uh, gift card, phones, everything, and they're pumping them into these states where they need uh, to stay in, in power and office and to control this country. They don't care about you, me, uh, the sheep, Chris. They don't care about none of them. They control about power and staying in power. Yeah, but it's going and to be awfully is, hard to give those people the vote because they're not citizens of this country, it. and we can't. De they can't be demonstrated. It to be was citizens. illegal for Biden to say that we, we're going to give student, uh, uh, forgive student debt. It's the, the guy has gone against the Constitution. It's, listen, when you have OAC, o, 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 AOC coming out saying, uh, "Hey, listen, document. Uh, we don't know where all these people are coming. All these millions of people are coming. So uh, let's just uh, let, let's just uh, document them." Like, just wave a magic wand so they could stay in power. Yeah, you have okay. open borders. Listen, you have catch and release. They're the ones that you know. The, the, the sheep, <laughs> listen, the sheep and the, and the Democratic politicians are screaming, listen, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. I, got, I, need, I need constituents. I need people in here. Right, right, but uh, you know, five hundred thousand uh, uh, congressional or people coming in uh, with Hispanic-sounding names saying "I want to register to vote" is not going to work in this country. There are going to be safeguards. I mean, the, no matter how fraudulent you think the last election was, there are safeguards to keep people from registering fraudulently. The bought and bought and paid for media. There is no. They're all on board, right? Who's running the White House, right? There is no. There is no reason for open borders. There is no other reason than the electoral votes. They don't want to lose representation if their numbers go down. They could lose the House. They could lose uh, the Senate. They could lose. They could lose for like 
the, the direction that we were going, they, they could have been wiped out, and we could have been going on the positive. They know this. Don't you understand? They know this, and the sheep don't understand. We have open borders only for one reason. It's for the coup to stay in power, for government control, and, to, and this great this country to be wiped out. There's no other way of looking at it. I don't know how people don't understand this. Well, Bill, we'll give you the last 30 seconds. We have to take a break, so wrap her up. Go ahead. Whatever you want to say. Oatmeal it's... Brain, right? They, oatmeal Brain, is, his numbers are tanking, right? He reached out to Obama. They have Obama coming in to try to rescue his uh, poor numbers, right? They're, he's supposed to be the savior. So he's going to come in and try to help him out. And when the convention comes, and here's the sheep, when they say Michelle Obama, we're not going to let you vote, but we're going to tell you Michelle Obama is going to run for the next president. This is a coup, and and then the sheep are, are drinking the Kool-Aid that uh, we're going, we're tanking. But Okay. Hey, thanks for calling, Bill. Appreciate your call, as always, from Bloomsburg. Thank you so much, sir. Jim, hang on. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. How did you sleep last night? If your answer is anything other than wonderful, listen closely. Hi, this is Dave Moyer for the Benjamin T. Moyer Furniture Store in Sunbury. We believe that everyone should have a great night's sleep. That's why for 89 years, we've exclusively sold Schiffman mattresses. When you choose a Schiffman mattress, you can be rest assured that you're sleeping on the highest quality handmade mattress that is not only comfortable, but gives you the correct support to feel refreshed and revitalized each day. Schiffman handcrafts the finest quality mattresses in the world using all natural cotton and makes each mattress with two sides for longer lasting comfort. Right now, for a limited time, save 35 to 55% off factory-suggested retail, plus special pricing on all quilted models with queen mattress sets starting at $9.99. Even greater discounts available on select clearance models while supplies last. Please visit the Benjamin T. Moyer Furniture Store, 35 South 4th Street in Sunbury. Sale ends Saturday, January 20th. Did you know you should be drinking as much water in the colder months as you do in the warmer months? Just ask the folks who know. Tulpahocken Mountain Spring Water. Our bodies are mostly made of water, and regardless of the time of year, they require good hydration. Men and women alike need 8 to 10 glasses daily. Plus, when you're hydrated, your appetite is much more controlled, which can help give your body the energy it needs to break down fat. You've never really tasted water until you taste Tulpahocken Mountain Spring Water, the water most beneficial to your health. Tulpahocken, nature's finest drink. You check your phone, thermostat, and weather often, but the most important check of all should be yourself. COVID is still out there, but boosters against the latest variants are available. Find out where and how to get up to date at CheckYourselfCentralPA.com. 
Okay, welcome back to On the Mark. We have two callers on the line, lots of texts, and an email that says, did Chris actually say people think things were better four years ago because they don't remember how things were four years ago? Democratic talking point. And another one says, love it, Joe. When you agitate Chris by asking him logical questions that contradict his talking points, he can only resort to ad hominem insults. And let's see who we got here. Jim, you are next. You've waited patiently. You are on the mark. Good morning from Schmoke and Dam. Pickling, it sounds like your last guess is delusional. Don't even know how elections work or how you register to vote. Now, last time we talked, I made a comment, and you abruptly said, I don't believe that, that Republicans don't want border security. Well, Elsie Stefanik was on Meet the Press on Sunday and said that they ran in 2022 on border security. One year later, nothing's been done, nothing's been proposed, except for reducing 30% spending all across the board that means border security border agents everything that has to do with the border everything that would get cut across the country well that sounds like they don't want it also there's a representative neil from texas says there'll be no border money for biden because we're not going to give biden a win that sure sounds like they don't want to do anything about the border and they've had a year to do it and they haven't produced anything now We'll go back to what did Trump's policies do to close the border? What policy did actually close his border or reduce the flow? Can you tell me? Yeah, stay in Mexico and building the wall. No, what what policy? That's not a policy. Stay in Mexico was a policy, my friend, and building the wall no. is a policy. Act 42 was a policy, and it was established during COVID to stop anybody from crossing the border because of COVID. When Biden came to office, Biden said that COVID is over. So Act 42 was over. I'm not saying Biden wants all these people in this country, but to come in here and say they want them to vote is a really, that's a far stretch in my mind. So let's go to something else. You always said you don't believe anything that Biden done anything good for the country. He's the worst president forever. So what about his infrastructure bill? I never said he was the worst president ever. I said I don't think he's been a very good president, and I don't. The infrastructure bill was not bad, except a lot of the money didn't go to infrastructure. It went to bizarre stuff that the Democratic people wanted. The money's flowing out every day. <laughs> They're doing something different every day. They're both. Yeah. How about the Chips and Science Act? Hey, look uh, Look at the money they gave to the uh, Susquehanna Valley Thruway project so that PennDOT could do other things. So, yeah, there's, there were benefits to that. I'm not going to argue that point with you. There were. How about the Chips and Science Act? The thing chips made in America so we don't get strangled by foreign countries. How about writing off student debt? People who got an education expect me to pay for it. You never answer my questions. You go somewhere else. No, all right, you, the chip you program went bad. every confrontation <laughs> to answer a question because it, it's a good policy. How about the burn ban act? You're, you're talking How about Biden bringing inflation down from 10% to under 4% for almost two years now. But that's still higher than it was during the Trump administration. Well, when Trump was the president, because he thought he was a doctor, an immunologist and everything, he thought he was an expert. The only thing he's an expert is throwing the bull crap. And he just destroyed our whole credibility. Under him and his guidance, we lost over half of 500,000 people because he was bad at being a doctor. And he didn't listen to advice. He knew in February, before this even hit our shores, what was coming. He knew it was airborne disease, 
but yet he played it down. He said he played it down because he liked to play it down. So we suffered through that. Last part of his administration, the country was shut down. Nobody was buying anything. Oil was down to almost. They were giving oil away because the tankers were sitting there to send it out. Well, so that's, that's all well and Biden good. Biden has gas prices. Half the country's under three dollars a gallon. Jim, that's all well. And, that's all well and good. But everybody on the Democratic side was yelling Trump wasn't being tough enough. He wasn't shutting the country down tight enough. You forget that. I mean, it was the Democrats hollering for close it down, shut it down. You're going to kill us all wasn't the Republicans. And look at Florida, the, the governor there, Ron DeSantis, he kept things open and he didn't have any worse effects than the rest of the country. You know what? If you look at the real facts, because it's hard to get the real facts in Florida, he had the third highest case in the United States for COVID. He had the third highest death rate in the country and actually more than New York. Well, New York was so, shoving them into nursing homes. I don't know where homes. you get your facts from, but maybe you ought to learn how to Google something and get real facts. Where do you get, your, where do you get your facts your, from? Where do you get your facts Google. from? In New York, they were shoving Google. them into nursing homes and killing them. They asked for a hospital ship they didn't use. They demanded all these respirators, and they didn't need them. You know, come on, it's Chicken Little. That's what the Democrats were during this. Look up the facts. DeSantis fired the person that was involved in reporting covid cases and deaths because he didn't want everybody to know that all the details about it now okay. they find out when all the details are starting to come in he didn't do that good at COVID at all well, hey, listen. he had a warm climate and people could spend more of their time outside Jim will give you the and last word we, ha we have another caller on the line we have to take we'll give you the well, last 10 seconds off in two minutes huh, huh? I'm sorry, what? You always cut me off at two minutes. You've been on five minutes and 40 seconds. I have a clock right here in front of me. Five minutes and 40 seconds. How long have you sitting on wait? <laughs> well, I didn't we don't count the waiting time. You know what? I'm time. tired of talking to you because you will never address the facts that I give you. You switch to an alternate fact. Well, I'll tell you so, what, tomorrow morning... Well, what good is your show if you're just, like, you're just like alternate facts like Trump gives you? No, I'm debating you. Whether you like it or not, that's what we do in this debating program. Debating without facts. All right, I'll you tell you what, Jim. You respond to facts. Jim, we have to, take another, we have to take another call. Call tomorrow first thing, and we'll give you the full, full, full mix. Harry, uh, you're on the mark. Good morning, sir. We have a quick break to take, but we'll let you go first. Uh, thanks, Joe. I just wanted to thank Chris, and now, uh, uh, what was the other caller's name, Jim? Jim, yep. Whenever I hear them, I actually feel smarter. I really do. And it's not because of knowledge that they give me, it's just because after I listen to some of the tripe they spew, I realize that I, uh, I must have more brain power than I thought. <laughs> I love the fact that uh, both of them talk about the economy being so good and all the good Biden's done. And, and yet prices are higher across the board for everything. Try to buy beef, uh, eggs, dairy, uh, anything, uh, and it's higher than it was four years ago, which means we have less earning power. Try to, uh, uh, try to explain to them that the fact that the inflation rate went from 10%, almost 10% to 3% is a wonderful decrease. However, it's still an increase over 1.9%, and then what's your head spin trying to, uh, trying to regulate that or to uh, register that? The simple fact of the matter is, too, this, this thing with Lloyd Austin and the lack of accountability and the lack of knowledge of what's going on in this administration should scare the bejesus out of everybody, but no, it's just the fact that he's not Donald Trump. Everything is fine. The fact of the matter is a guy who 
who is in charge of our defense uh, forces in this nation was gone and nobody knew it. He was out of commission. Nobody knew it. I don't know whose fault it is. I don't even care whose fault it is. It's a, a system-wide abuse or breakdown in this administration that is... And, and, Joe, I give you credit. You did not call Biden the worst president, but I can't imagine that anybody could have been worse than him. We have given up military equipment uh, to the enemy. We allow our borders to be open, which does not defend our borders, which is an impeachable offense as far as I'm concerned. We, we do not defend ourselves against enemies, domestic or foreign. So, therefore, that's impeachable. I don't, I, I don't understand how people as brain dead as Chris and Jim can walk the face of the earth and function in any way, shape, or form without being put in a home. They've got to put down the crack pipe, get to rehab, and realize that this administration is bringing this country down. I hope we make it to our 250th celebration, but I don't have any real feeling that uh, two years from now we'll be able to do it. Well, you know, you, you can't, uh, I, I always remember Bud Schuster used to say even a blind squirrel gets an acorn once in a while. I mean, the Biden administration has done some good things, and I think in some areas their heart's in the right place. I don't think they're out to destroy America, but I think that's an unintended consequence of some of the things they're doing. It certainly isn't helping this country. There's no positive, no positive at all in allowing the border to remain open, and yet he refuses to close it. So I, I don't know. I and mean, Right. And there's no positive in giving Iran $6 billion. There's no positive in that. None whatsoever. None. Zero, zip, zilch, nada. That's yeah. a sworn enemy, and we're funding them. Yeah, well, you know, and yet I do support, I think, what he's doing. I, I do think we need to support Ukraine. We need to support Israel. You know, to what extent, that's open to debate. But, I mean, there are some things he's doing that I say are reasonable and prudent and other things. Uh, when his wife has to come up on the stage and lead him off, I worry about whether or not he has the stamina and the cognitive ability to lead the country. Well, and, and you know, the problem with that, too, isn't just the fact that now everybody notices it. I personally am not disappointed in what Biden has been, or not surprised by what Biden has been, because he is exactly what I thought he'd be. He was an incompetent fool his entire 48 years in government service. Why did anybody think he'd be better for three or four years? I mean, this is a guy who every step of the way has lied or misrepresented himself. In the 2020 election, there was only one candidate who had been forced to drop out of a previous campaign for lying and plagiarizing his speech. That was not Trump. That Harry, was Biden. Harry, there I, was I, only one candidate who said that they were um, a senior liaison for Golda Meir in the Six-Day War. He was as junior a Senate staffer as there could be. Harry, I'm sorry. We have to take our final break of the day or I'm going to run out of time. Call early tomorrow. Right, we'll put over. you back on, sir. Right. Thank you so much for calling. Take care, Harry. 570-743-9565. Not certain how much time we'll have after the break, but we'll see. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? 
SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star trucks, plus anything that fits in the door, and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. From the very beginning, we're all about being connected. And year after year, through every stage of life, that need grows even stronger. Which is why Penteladata never stops improving our advanced fiber network. We connect the things that matter most. Businesses, schools, healthcare, governments, and of course, the people who make our community strong. This is technology with a purpose. Stay connected with Penteladata. At Christ Wesleyan, our purpose is to share the light, love, and teachings of Jesus. We are committed to reaching our community, country, and world. With multiple locations, we strive to make worship accessible to all. Join us for our Sunday services in Milton, Sunbury, or online. Additionally, we offer a Spanish service and ASL translation at our Milton location. Stay connected with us on social media by following CWC Life and subscribe to our YouTube channel. For more information, visit our website at cwc.life. That's cwc.life. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Neil Kulon previews the NFL playoffs today, 1 to 3, News Radio 1070, WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan, and I don't think we have time for another caller today. We did have somebody who wanted on. Call us first thing tomorrow morning. We're going to have an open phones day. We won't have any guests, and we'll be talking, I'm sure, about what happened to Donald Trump in the uh, proceedings in uh, Washington today. One of our emailers says, The Sheep and Chris. Another emailer says, The Chips Company went public and said they came back to America in fear of China taking over in Taiwan. Biden jumped on TV and said he brought them back. Come on, man. Another texter says, Joe, just to please you, Joe, and your MAGA associates, it was an attempted insurrection that failed. No different than an attempted bank robbery. It's still a crime. Get over it. We have more emails and more texts. We are going to get to them tomorrow under unfinished business at the start of the show. Those of you who called late and didn't get all the time you wanted, call us tomorrow. On the mark, this is WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. The program brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Thank you.